has ordained you today for greater heights. Somebody's not saying a believing amen. This early hours, while I was meditating, I know that God has placed your name among those that he's going to be blessing today. I saw like it were a garment of glory that just came on me and the Lord said to me so I've anointed you with such a great unction for the tax ahead today is going to be very different. I'm going to move in the dimension that the Holy Spirit has instructed me to move. All I need you to do is to pay attention. Because when you pay attention, you will command attraction. Today, yokes will be broken. Mountains that have exalted themselves in your life will be brought down. Am I communicating with somebody? The other day, Brother David looked at Goliath and said to him, I said, The God that delivered me from the lion and the bear shall deliver me from your hand. I want to let you know that the same God that delivered you yesterday <laughs> ah, that same God is still alive by your hands Holy Spirit that hour has come that you will glorify yourself in this place pray Lord that every case file in this house be open Lord let no stone be left unturned whatsoever that doesn't exalt your, your grace and your presence in the life of your people Lord upon this conclusion Lord I pray that may it be uprooted let the mountains be scattered. Let the powers of darkness be broken in pieces. Let the diviners and the powers that exalt themselves above the knowledge of God be destroyed. I seize this atmosphere to your glory. Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus over every life in this house today. I decree, O oh Lord Jehovah, that I disappear, that you appear. I decrease that you increase. Lord, I pray that after today's ministration, we vow to give you all the praise. In the name of Jesus. 
look at your neighbor and say, today marks the end of shame. Hallelujah. Bring your volume down a little bit. Praise God. Talk to somebody and say, today marks the end of penury. this song that I always love to sing you may know it you may not know it <laughs> it goes this way say I have no power of my own I have no I confess I confess to you Holy Spirit of God I have no power of my own you see I have no apology to give if I don't flow like a regular pastor when a man knows his office that he is called into he manifests freely the Bible says, for the spirit of the prophets is subject to the prophets if you are open today you will see the manifestations of divinity That's why I confess to him, sweet Holy Spirit of the Lord, I have no power of my own. I say I have no power of my own. power we bow and today whatever that has been messing your life up all this time the end of it has come Amen. for let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter for after 30 days on the mountain we have not come to explain things we have not come upon this mountain to we have come in the demonstration of power. Am I talking to somebody? I feel the presence of God here. So strong. So strong. So strong. So strong. 
the Bible said on that set day when Jesus came down from the mountain after Satan has departed from him for a while the Bible said and the Holy Ghost ministered to him I prophesy to you today under the influence of my voice let the Holy Ghost minister to your household let the Holy Ghost minister to you in power and grace somebody shout fire the mountain as chickens but after 30 days they return back as eagles ah, may your equal experience be revealed ah, may the Lord give you an equal anointing somebody say receive it you cannot partner with God and become a dummy a dummy in the presence of God is too powerful for you to take him for granted. There are certain things that when they happen in your life, you can't explain it. You know why? Miracles are unexplainable. Miracles are unexplainable. You cannot explain the move of Elohim each time you find a man trying to explain the works or the workabilities of God then it was never God from the beginning it was man manipulating his way in am I talking to somebody for the ways of God are higher than our ways he said, as the heavens are higher than the earth so is it my ways are higher than yours that's why I tell people, I say, don't criticize what you don't understand. If the scriptures are without evidence, if the move of God is powerless, then we have no business being here. What makes you different from the Muslim? And from those, the, 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 the Buddha worshippers, is because of the power. Can I hear you say power? Because of the power. We have not come to explain. No. We have come in the demonstration of power and grace. The only way your Christianity will be respected is if it's mixed with power and not religion. That's why Luke 10, 19, Jesus saw the need for you not to be talking alone. Talk is cheap. Am I talking to somebody? Talk is cheap. And he said, I give unto you power. Give unto you dunamis. Amen. To 
will trade upon scorpions and upon serpents. After today, you will trade on things. Hey, Kabano Shatabaha. Somebody say, I will trade on things. Uh, if I were you, I will stand up and start trading on things. Hey, come on. Trade on things. Step upon the head of the serpent. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I trade on it. Trade on it. Whatever it is, I trade on it this morning. Be seated. Be seated. You can trade on your soul. You can trade on that on that infirmity that has refused to go. The child of God, hear me. You can trade on that doctor's report. Ah, ah, the other day, the scripture asked them, who has the final say? Hey, shut up, many have been messed up is because they don't even know the God they call upon. Do you know who God is? I'm not talking about the religious kind of God. Has God encountered you? We are not talking about some land owner <laughs> or some condo owner or building management owner or whatever it is or uh, um, an estate CEO or whatever. We're talking about he that owns what carries the estates. We are talking about he that owns what carries the land. day Daniel encountered him in the lion's day just as some of you here those that wish you down and have written you off they thought that you were finished even while even while on that hospital bed they thought they went too early to celebrate they celebrated too early they concluded you too early who is it that say it that in and it coming to pass when the Lord God has commanded it not. Everything that happens in your life must be commanded. Am I talking to somebody? Anything that happened without God's approval uh, is a sign that there is an intruder. Am I communicating with somebody? It's a sign that an intruder has come in. Daniel, in that lion's day, 
those that set up Daniel to be thrown into the den of dangerous lions. You know, there are some lions where you see them, you will have faith that if you fight, if you stand this ones, you have a chance. Like the lion in one of the zoos in Africa. That lion was not, it was no longer a lion. Praise God. That kind of lion can be killed by a goat. The lion was so skinny and even when they gave him a live goat, he was even too weak to go after the live goat. And I said to myself, I said, may we not be lions like this. The Bible said Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Am I communicating? May we not be lions in the sense that we have no strength to go after things that belong to us. And on that day, Daniel was set up. They brought Daniel in. And those that set him up, they were celebrating. We told him that this Canada belongs to us. Ah, we told him that he's a stranger in this land. That we are celebrating too early. But something happened suddenly. The Bible said when they casted Daniel inside the lion's den. Uh, after a while, the king came and asked the question, Daniel the beloved, has your God delivered you? amazing sometimes people ask you a question can your God deliver you can your God take you out of that mess can your God bring you out of that nonsense child of God I've come to announce to you as a commander of liberation we don't serve a dead God we serve a living God somebody shall fire We don't serve a dead God. Instead of the lions to eat Daniel, the Bible said they gave him their body. They turned their stomach into a resting place for Daniel. And Daniel used the body of the lions and rest his head. I'm talking to you today because rest is coming to you. Some people say, oh, pastor, don't pray. Let my enemy not live long to see what I will become. And I ask a question. All the ones they've been seeing, aren't they tired? Am I communicating? Uh, no, 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 no. Aren't they tired of seeing? I don't believe that all the days of my life I should be fighting battles. There is time for everything. There is a time for me to war. And there's a time for me to refrain from warring. There's a time for me to rest from all the struggles and the wars of life. And I love what the king did. He said, gather those that accused Daniel. Let's see if these lions were weak or they were strong. He said, 
scatter the whole of them both their family everything that has breath in their family throw them in the dungeon am i communicating with somebody and uh, when they threw them in the lion never allowed them to drop to touch the floor they devoured them am i communicating with somebody whatsoever there has been a problem in your life may heaven devour it in the name of jesus for a night just for a night the bible never said continuously ah no 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 he said the other day after you have suffered for a while oh lord of mercy for a while what kind of god is that that will make you suffer from Genesis to Revelation. That's not the kind of God I know. When you follow the gospel of Jesus Christ, he always talks about, if you suffer with me, you will reign with me. Am I communicating with somebody? If you do what? You suffer, you reign with me. Let me show you something in the book of Kings. Second Kings chapter 20. Second Kings 20. I'm going to be reading from verse 1. In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death. The report came from the doctor. You've been diagnosed with 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 schizophrenia or whatever it is. You know, you've been diagnosed with with ulcer. You diagnosed with with cancer. Uh, you know, you know the report came in, and and somehow Isaiah the prophet appeared in the scene. And the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos, came to him and said unto him. The Lord. I'm going to be speaking briefly on the topic of caption, reversing the evil prophecy. Yeah. Reversing the evil prophecy. Anything that does not agree with you cannot be agreed in heaven. And he said, Thus said the Lord. in order for thou shalt die and not live for thou shalt die and not live let me play this movie this way to you you know it's a movie uh, a reality show yes someday somebody somewhere was sick and this person uh, 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 is a member of a church and the pastor was a man of God 
used by God, anointed. His words, his prophecies never fall to the ground. Am I communicating? He's a kind of man that when he speaks in the morning, by night it will come to pass. And suddenly the member called him and said, Papa, I am sick. The doctors have written me off. And the pastor said to him, What are you talking about? The member wasn't tears. Say, I don't know. But pastor, pray for me. Pastor, do what? Pray for me. For I have no hope. Why do you say you have no hope? Because the doctors have said to me that this illness has no treatment. the pastor said, I will seek the face of Elohim on your behalf. I will hold onto the horns of the altar. I will pray day and night until Jerusalem is saved from the hands of those that seek to invade it. Son, I will pray with you. Suddenly, the phone rang. While this man was still crying, weeping, agonizing who was calling it was pastor ah hello brother I am done praying but I'm on my way to your house am I talking to somebody and suddenly he arrived at the house of the brother with Uber ah it was so quick so fast and the brother was excited and said oh thank God I have a man of God thank God I have a prophet in the house ah, the Bible said the other day he said cause is he that put his trust on his fellow man oh my God of mercy may you may you may you may you understand the realm I'm going today he said cause is he that trust in flesh the arms of flesh You can, it's okay to love your pastor. It's okay to have some level of trust. But let your hope not be on me. Don't put your hope on me. The songwriter said, My hope is built on nothingness. But on Jesus Christ, the solid rock. No matter how you pray and fast, you cannot be a solid rock more rocket than Jesus. Hey, he is that rock that never sinks. Ah, my feet are placed not on sinking sand, but on the rock, the rock that standeth and abideth forever. My rock, oh Lord. My rock. And suddenly, Pastor Isaiah started walking. Brother Hezekiah was happy. 
at least I have a man that will prophesy this whole thing will turn around he expected liberation but what he got was execution how funny it is that the same mouth that you are expecting good news from God has ordered that mouth to curse you the same mouth you are expecting blessing from God has ordered that same mouth to speak in the opposite when he came this guy was standing hoping oh dear Jesus here he comes and he came straight up when a prophet comes with a message from God they don't want to know who you are hello see the Lord is no respecter of no man he's respecter of no man and you see a prophet is not like a teacher or a pastor get this straight a prophet is one that operates in an office the Bible called them the mouthpiece of God they are the spokesmen of God so that's why the office of a prophet comes with such kind of boldness that if you are not careful you will mistake it for arrogance because it's not them Bible said, when the spirit from on high shall come upon you, you will do as occasion demands. When the spirit of God rests upon a man, he is no longer viewing you as his fellow man. He views you with the eyes of God. And he talks to you from the perspective of God kind, not mankind. And he said to Hezekiah, Hezekiah, you asked me to pray on your behalf. I have prayed. I've sought the face of the Lord. Stand and hear what the Lord has said. For thus said the Lord, set thy house in order. For thou shalt surely die and not live. Huh? What a disappointment. And Hezekiah was shocked. And the amazing thing with this scripture is this. Hezekiah was a king. Isaiah was a priest. A prophet in the land. Isaiah gave that message never even waiting to console Hezekiah. He concluded for Hezekiah. Pastor, so what do you think would have been done if I was to be prophet Isaiah? I will deliver the message as I have received it and not leave immediately, but tell Hezekiah, this God that have given me this message has two sides, the side of judgment and the side of mercy. Hezekiah, it is now in your court to pray to him and ask him for mercy at least give him some guidelines at least give him some 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 up 
opportunity to be able to, to deliver that that is inside of him and bring his desires to pass. But something happened. Isaiah concluded for Hezekiah. Listen to me. If you conclude about me, you have concluded too early. Don't be so quick. Don't be so quick to, to, to write me off. Lazarus was written off. People may look at you and say, oh, there is no hope. But I've come to announce to you that a living dog is better than a dead lion. As long as you still have the breath of life in you, there is still hope. There is still hope. All things are possible. The Bible did not say some things. See, we say all things are possible to him that believe. This morning I'm asking you, do you believe? For he said there shall be a manifestation of those things spoken of. Believe. Take your hope from men. Man will be glad to give you bad news. I thank God for the gospel of Jesus Christ that is called good news. Ah, and I know that in your life, in your life, God will do something new. Ah, and I see the spirit of the Lord coming back to add an S to the new. And it will become a news for you in the name of Jesus. That amen is not born again. Shout that amen like you believe it. You will be a newsbreaker. In this land, you will break records. In the name of Jesus, I prophesy over you. No matter where you are today, no matter the level where you think you are, great things are bound to come. The lines will fall in pleasant places for you. Somebody shout, I hear you. It doesn't matter how I look. I may look so ugly, but I'm favored anyhow. Am I talking to somebody? It doesn't matter how it looks like with me today. I may be poor, but I'm favored anyhow. Hey, am I talking to two persons in this house? Favor is the flavor that breaks every hard labor. Because your, 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 your hard labor is broken. I see the Lord lifting you high. I see the Lord settling you. I see the Lord breaking barriers for you. Somebody say, I receive it. Don't get mad. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Hear me, hear me, hear me. Don't get mad when people talk about you. I believe there were many that were envying the seat of Hezekiah. They were saying, Yes, let him die. So we'll take his place. Let him die. He has been all about himself. 
lifting himself on high, boasting. Ah, let him die so his place will be taken. But I have good news. I have a message for such persons. No man has your destiny in his hands. No man has the audacity over your life. I said to someone some years back, I said, listen, let me tell you, you can't have an inch around me. He said, because my life is hidden in Christ and Christ in God. So for you to get to me, yeah, you have to bring Christ from heaven back again, whoop him very well, crucify him again the second time, which I know that is impossible. Hezekiah was a man that was having victory in all his battles. How can a man testify of the goodness of God in the former chapter and it comes to chapter one? His life is now no more. May you not be cut short in the name of Jesus. You don't understand. <laughs> ah. Listen, when you get to the graveside, there are destinies there that were never fulfilled. Those men and women, it's not because you're smarter than them. It's not because you are too righteous. But their life were cut short. In, two, in 2000, 2000 and 2000, between 98 2000 when the Lord opened my eyes to the depth of the secret things of life and one of those days I was taken to the land of the dead and I saw people weeping they were not weeping because they died they were weeping because they didn't fulfill destiny any opportunity you have make use of it one of the prayers I have Inside of me, I pray every day. Say, Father, may I not die and regret of what I didn't do. Dying and regretting of the things that I could not do. Dying and regretting of the things that I could not fulfill. Let me tell you, if you don't fulfill your destiny, it's like a torment in the other side. Hello? There were two prophets. There were two prophets in the Bible that never, that never fulfilled their destiny. Two prophets. Number one, the first one is Moses. The assignment of Moses was to take the children of Israel from Egypt into the promised land. Somehow, somehow, he failed along the way. And his mission were not complete. His missions were not fulfilled. I saw how Moses was begging God. Say, Father, please, can I just... And I've never seen God 
anywhere in the scripture before the earth or after the earth warned any man any mortal man never to mention that topic and God said to him Moses as consigning this matter this topic do not bring it up again the judgment on Moses was so fierce and so straight and so forward there was no room for second chance that's why when you see us as ministers we take actions we take you take well no we will give account also there was no room for second chance even though Moses was given an access to heaven but his mission he failed in it another man was the man called Elijah a great prophet that even Jesus said it that there is no prophet as great as Elijah but yet he failed in his assignment you were God gave you power to call fire from heaven literal fire came down what a crusade God gave him victory against the prophets of Baal and he killed hundreds of them but just one woman her name is called Jezebel she didn't even come close to him she only said from a distance let it be unto me if by this time the head of Elijah is standing on his body and Elijah heard that message ran away from the kingdom abandoned his assignment abandoned his mission abandoned everything and ran and told God say father I want to die take me why because of just common Jezebel even though I know that Jezebel is not just common Jezebel is a spirit so it's like the ancestral spirit of the land got so angry because its priests the priest of Ba has been slaughtered and vowed to destroy Elijah I'm going somewhere but you see when it got to the time of Jesus the Bible said while he was at the at the place of prayer he went yonder a little bit to pray who were the people that appeared to him Moses and Elijah the two men that failed in their mission hello people of God pastor what were they saying to him what is it that people that failed in their mission could say to Christ Jesus at that point was about abandoning his mission. Read the scripture very well. After that time, he got into the Garden of Gethsemane and cried and was weeping because the time was getting close. And the Bible never recorded what they said to Jesus. Read the scripture. The Bible never said anything. They were by his side. Peter saw it 
but misunderstood what was happening. Jesus was transformed and he was shining white and these two men, Moses and Elijah, they were transfigured and they were shining white but the Bible never mentioned what they said to Jesus. Can I remind us that even by that time, Jesus was looking for who will pray with him. And when I read the scriptures, I said, no. Holy Spirit, you are the one that reveals the things of the secret. Tell me what they said to Jesus. <laughs> I don't know the kind of relationship you keep with God. But me, I keep a relationship that there are certain things, if it troubles me, I will tell him, say, Father, you have to say to your son <laughs> praise God you have to open it up I'm not afraid of God I reference him when you have good relationship with your maker you will not be afraid of God each time you're afraid of God is when your ways are not pure and when I started praying the Lord told me that Moses and Elijah came to strengthen Jesus to encourage him they were telling him guy listen I Moses I was once a savior that was sent to Israel to save them this was where I got it wrong I allowed my emotions to take the better part of me ah Elijah turned to Jesus and said, Gigi, listen, I too, I was sent. There was a time when I was a voice in Israel. There was no prophet in the land that was so, 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 so powerful in their words but me. But a time came when I missed the communication with heaven. And I thought that the voice of my enemies can be stronger than the voice of God. And I abandoned my mission. Listen, when you abandon your mission, it's as good that the person is dead. Hezekiah knew that he had a mission. And he was not yet done because there was war the Assyrians were about to invade the land. How can the king die when its country, its nation is at war? How can your shepherd die in the midst of war? You're in trouble if that happens. And how Hezekiah came back to the kingdom, we all know the story. He came for the mission to rebuild the abandoned places of God to rebuild the temple. Let's go down to verse 2. Verse 2 of that scripture. 2 Kings 20 verse 2. And when Isaiah had told all this to Hezekiah, the Bible said then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall. 
the word prayed unto the Lord connotes that he said certain things don't allow the word to end in the mouth of your enemies hello you hear me if you don't have money in your pocket have mouth know how to talk you didn't get me clear even though your bank account is surviving through ventilator make sure you know how to talk because when you know how to talk right there is nothing you cannot speak and it will come to pass Hezekiah started praying. What was he saying? Verse 3. Verse 3. Verse 3. I beseech thee, O Lord, remember what can God remember about you in the days of trouble? What will God remember? What can you remind God about you? Worked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart, and I have done that which is good in thy sight. Listen, if you break these words down, you will understand that nothing just comes to you because it wants to come to you, you have to earn it. God will not anoint you because you are crying in the church. He will not send his angel to pour a bucket of anointing oil upon you. Hello? Even if we carry this whole oil and pour on you, if your ways are not right before God, you will only end up being like a plantain that was fried with vegetable oil. It's not of him that will it. It's not of him that will run it. Hezekiah opened up to God. He did bother himself about the prophets. Some of you, you are going after the wrong thing. You're going after the wrong thing. Don't go after the wrong thing. He's a messenger. He has delivered his message. Then you have to lift up your eyes up to the hills. The Bible said, from whence my help comes. My help comes from the Lord which made the heavens and the earth. And Hezekiah knew what to do. I pray that you know what to do in the times of trials. The Bible said he turned his face from man back to God. When you hear the word war, he faced the war and he wept. You know, in Israel, there is what they call the wailing war. So because Ezekiah was so sick that he can't get to the wailing war, he had to use the literal war and believed in his heart that that is the wailing war of Israel. And he called upon the God of Israel. He called upon him that sits on the thrones of Jasper. And the God responded. I prophesied to two persons in this house. Ah, may God respond on your behalf. In the name of Jesus, may the Lord 
answer you in the days you will call upon him. He wept. He wept so. He wept so. He was, he was broken. He, he reminded God, I said, I don't know you as a wicked God. I said, God that rewards, you know, you know, you know, good with evil. You are not an evil God. And you cannot be. You are holy. Hallelujah. You are holy. Ezekiah reminded God and said, sin cannot be found around you. Ezekiah reminded God and said, you can't be bribed. You are pure from within and, and, and from outside, inside. You are pure. You are holy. Unrighteousness is not found in you. He reminded God how he, Hezekiah, has battled, how he has fought, how he has served, how he has done things. And he told God, I said, God, remember. Remember. Remember, oh Lord. Remember. Hallelujah. Remember. Father, remember. Yes. Remember. Remember. May you not be forgotten. Ah. Hallelujah. And the, and the Bible said, and God remembered Joseph in the pits. Remember now how I have walked before thee in truth with a perfect heart. Yes, Lord. I know I may have it wrong one way or the other, but your righteousness is my righteousness. Remember. Remember. And in verse 4, <laughs> there was a postman that was dispersed. Can I hear you say suddenly? <laughs> and it came to pass. See, let me tell you, there, is, there are words like it shall come to pass. <laughs> and it came to pass. What Hezekiah did in verse 3 was trying to go back. Jesus. Here you will have the word foretelling and foretelling. Going back to talk about the past and asking that let the judgment of yesterday come today. And when Hezekiah was done preaching and declaring, the Bible says it came to pass, meaning there was no long suffering in his expectation. There was no long suffering. God responded ASAP. Somebody give me another word. Ah, quickly. Immediately, another word. Suddenly, somebody, another word. Hey. Ah, quickly. Ah, now, now. Somebody said the now, now God. Ah, and God responded now, now. Harosha. Turn to your neighbor.
neighbor say, I serve the now, now God. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh, maybe your neighbor didn't hear you. Tell somebody I say, my God is the God of the now, now. came to pass for us to get the 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 love and the and the try to get the uh, I'm, I'm lost of words trying to get the efficacy of this verse let us amplify it am I coming to somebody let us now amplify amplify it give me the amplified version give me the amplified version zeros kitabahadosha Ah, now, hear me. Verse 4. Before Isaiah had gone out. That's to tell you how quickly. Because Isaiah delivered the message. And turned. And was leaving. I prophesied to somebody. As I knew down before this sanctuary. I decreed that may the God I serve in heaven. May he respond to you quickly in the name of Jesus. May you receive the God of the now now in the name of Jesus. The Amplified said, before Isaiah had gone out of the middle courtyard, there was a postman. An angel has been dispatched, waiting for Isaiah. And I believe the angel stretched forth his sword to Isaiah. He said, Isaiah, hey! He said, Isaiah, you have prophesied something that is not in order. Hey! You have prophesied something. He said to Isaiah, you have prophesied out of context. Isaiah, you have prophesied something and it's not going well with God in heaven. Ah, I believe Isaiah may have been asking question, what wrong have I done? The angel has stretched forth his sword and said to Isaiah, if you cross the outer court, I will slay you. You have to return back with this same mount you use in prophesying. You have to go back to Isaiah and to say to him, Isaiah, Hezekiah, the Lord has decreed that you will not die. You will not die. news for somebody you will not die 2020 will not see your end that amen is like you're struggling to believe it before Isaiah had gone out 
in the middle courtyard, the word of the Lord came to him saying, go down, verse 5, go back ah, and tell Hezekiah, the leader of my people, the first prophecy didn't recognize his rank. When the Lord shall turn again, the captivity of Zion, we shall be like them that dream dreams. Hezekiah did what he did and handed it over. He wrote his petition and gave it to God and said, Father, I know you are the judge of all and you are the righteous God. If it be pleasing to you to take my life, now have my life. God could not touch the life of Hezekiah. There are certain things you remind God about. Just like a man many years ago that was persecuting I and my family in the estate where we were staying. He's a diabolic man. Very diabolic. So everybody in the estate are afraid of him. So, but you see, <laughs> There is a type that we are. When we appeared in that scene, we never knew what was happening. He tried to infiltrate me and my family. We said, no, stay on your lane. Am I communicating? We are one man riot squad. We don't need to play the politics you're playing. And suddenly, he rose up against me. He did diabolic things. He did physically and spiritually he went to the cops and lied about me said things that I don't even know of and the police came to my house and they asked me and said who are you? I said to them I said I am coming praise God they came to my house and they met my wife but they never knew that I was in the office of the police boss that day having a private meeting with him May God shock your enemies. They are looking for a way to discredit you and to bring you down. But God has lifted you high. So while they came to my house, I was having that meeting with their boss. Of course, they never knew who they were coming to. And my wife called me and said, what's happening? That Harry reported a case against you. I said, against me? He said, yes. I said, so what's happening? He said, there are cops here. I said, tell them to come to their boss's office. I'm there. Come there. When God lifts you high. See, I believe this God beyond the beyond. I don't believe God because he's able to give me money. Or he's able to give me those are nonsense. I believe God beyond this life. Even if science come out today to show me proof that Jesus never resurrected, it's too late for me. They came too late. Too late. And when I, when the boss said, what's that? And I told him, I said, look at this. Is because personally, I don't bug people with irrelevant things. He said, how dare them. Don't they know who you are? 
I said maybe he picked up his radio and radioed the area commander and told the area commander to send those policemen to his office. They were almost thrown in prison because of doing that. And when I came out from the office, I drew straight to the house. The man was surprised to see me come back. Because originally, I was supposed to be detained. But he was shocked. And I warned him that day. I said, listen, I don't know how to say things to people. But don't make me open my mouth. Because if I open my mouth, heaven will shrink you. Just like the Bible says, show a wicked man mercy. Yet he will not understand and turn from his wicked ways. And some other day again, he manipulated something. Also, tried to set me up. And that day, I went down on my knees. The broad, broad, in the broad daylight. And I said, Harry, you have touched what even angels are afraid to touch. You have stepped into territories that angels are afraid of coming in. I said to him, I said, if I be a prophet, I remind God today of your sins. And as God judges sins, may God judge your sins. I told him, I said, look, from today, your prayers to God has become sin. And if I be a prophet of God, 21 days time, this is what is going to happen. Everything you have wished for me, will return back to you in hundred folds. And just like we were talking three days later, he, very early in the morning, God pushed him. You know how God triggered Pharaoh? God pushed him, locked his heart, and pushed him to go and threaten one of the tenants. So he threatened the tenants that he was going to kill them, the man and the wife. <laughs> ah, I was busy dancing in my house. Why he threatened them? It so happened, it is not him, it so happened that by night, by 7 p.m., these tenants were driving in and robbers with guns followed them in, robbed them, almost shot the man. And when that happened, who do you think you will accuse? So suddenly, they called the anti-robbery squad. This kind of police back home, they are not, sometimes they don't even recognize the constitution. If they, they call them SAS, if they tell somebody that SAS has picked you, you just have to start praying. Father, in the name of Jesus, may I come back alive. So I came back from a program and I started hearing the news that Harry has been picked up by SARS. I said, what happened? They said this, 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 that. I went in, told my wife, in fact, I never wanted to eat much. Since this night, give me both physical food and spiritual food. May the Lord give interpretation. Harry was there with them one week. They hung him upside down. 
they were telling him that he must confess who his gang members are this was all the same thing he said to me that I am into was all the Lord turned around and gave to him he was there and started confessing I am born again I am born he, he gave his life to Christ yeah. they flogged him till he gave his life to Christ and when he came out he didn't last in that estate for more than 48 hours he packed his things and ran away I've come to announce to you that God will trouble anyone that troubles you. Even Paul understood the mystery and he said, let no man trouble me for I bear the mark of Christ on my forehead. Rise up to your feet. Do 